If you've ever taken a lift, driven a lift, or just feel like listening to my musings about being a lift driver, and whatever else pops into my mind to share, well, you've come to the right place. I hope to give you a lift with my stories and hopefully put a smile on your face. So come on in and get a lift with Laura. Hey there, welcome back. Thanks for joining me while I share my latest lift passenger story with you. Or sometimes it's actually simply my thoughts about something I discussed with one of my passengers, but I thought I'd delve into the mysterious today. It's kind of a misty, solemn, dreamy type of day outside. So talking about dreams seemed, I don't know, to fit my mood today. Dreams tend to be somewhat watery, you know, like a watercolor painting with colors kind of bleeding into one another. Dreams kind of have a sort of a way of flowing from one abstract thought to another. I don't know, like one minute you're (laughs) running through the living room, you know, next minute you're, you know, swimming with dolphins and then suddenly a bear's, you know, trying to attack you and so it, you know, startles you awake dreams are kind of like that. But I'm very fascinated by dreams, like I always have been. Um, And I can still hear my mom asking me, you know, she's like, hey, did you have any dreams last night, Laura? And and I'd, you know, think about it and um, we would sit and pick it apart, try to figure out its meaning. Um, We like to do that a lot of times. And it was, I mean, it was pretty accurate, you know, like, Whatever it was I had, you know, been going through at the time, the dream was kind of on point. Um, It's it's like an exaggerated reality, almost like your like your conscious mind takes in the things of the day, but at night your subconscious mind uh, replays it all with these different pictures. I mean, you know, like the bear eating you was really just, you know this strong feeling of something you felt, you know, overtaking you or overwhelming you or something. But um, I I kind of, um, you know, just see dreams like that. That's why I love dream interpretation. And um, I don't know, I guess it kind of goes along with um, trying to figure people out. First and foremost, myself, just trying to figure myself out. But um, so I think dreams, they help me to do that. Um, so anyway, this one passenger that, um, that I had, we got on the subject of dreams and I'm sure I prompted it. Um, I I had a dream. I was telling her this dream about driving down the highway with my brother and, um, there was some, someone else in the passenger seat and, um, all of a sudden all these brake lights were in front of us and there really wasn't any time for I mean, he slammed on the brakes, but the next set, uh, the next second we were in flight and upside down and I just, you know, shouted Jesus, you know, and, and I, it, it start, startled me awake. And, um, and so Cameron's like, uh, he, he's like, what's going on? You know, he didn't know, like he was sleeping too, but he's, I said, oh my gosh, I just had this dream. 
And so I told him, you know, quickly about it. And then, you know, he just went back to sleep. But I, of course, I wrote it down and and then I texted my brother and I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> and then, you know, of course, said a prayer for protection on everyone involved and then tried to get back to sleep, which it was very difficult to. But um, so I asked my passenger, you know, what about you? Do you, you know, do you dream a lot or, you know, do you have any you know, do you have dreams? You know, some people don't re really remember them. Like Cameron doesn't really remember his dreams. Um, everyone dreams. It's just whether you remember them or not. And she said, yeah, actually, um, my sister said that I freaked her out one night because I woke her up. She heard me speaking in like another language, but she saw that I was fast asleep. And uh, her sister said, I, I didn't know what in the world was going on in your dream, but you were saying a whole lot of words in another language. And she said to her sister, well, I, I mean, I don't remember anything. I don't remember the dream or anything, you know, that I might might have said. Um, but when she told me that, this reminded me <laughs> of one time. Well, it's been several times because Cameron said that I do this every now and again. But he said it's almost like, and I don't know if anyone um, listening is familiar with um you know, speaking in tongues, you know, but it, he said it almost sounded like that. Um, so I shared that with her, you know, I, I reassured her, you know, I said, you know, um, you're not the only one that does that because my husband kind of gets goosebumps <laughs> on his arms whenever I do it. And he actually, um, you know, tells me that I'm, you know, sounds like you're doing something pretty serious. Um, he's actually recorded me uh, one time um, because I, I really don't remember all the time you know, that he tells me that this is going on. Um, so I said, you know, maybe, maybe that's what you're doing too. But also just on a more logical standpoint, like it could also be that um, just like, you know, when you're running in a dream and your legs are kind of moving, little dogs will do this too. You know, you're like, oh, he's chasing a bunny rabbit. His legs are working and moving and he's just all the while asleep and dreaming. Um, well, it could be the same thing. Like you're you're saying something in your dream, and it's you know you know what you're saying in your dream, but in in your physical body, you're like it's not registering, you know, because you're in a dream state. So your physical body isn't really catching up with it. It's like going too fast, um, you know. So your mouth is just you know whatever you're saying is kind of garbled or may even sound like a different language. So that could be it. So. Um, you know, it may may or may not be something spiritual. You know, it could just be like a physical hindrance that our bodies can't keep up with, you know, can't keep up with our minds, um, you know, in the dream state or when sleeping. But, um, but, I mean, but if it is something more spiritual, I mean, I would just love that. I would love to, you know, actually be praying for people in my sleep. That would be really cool. But, yeah, dreams fascinate me. And um, and I love to try and interpret dreams. Um I do think that dreams are very personal to the dreamer, like each person has their own dream language. Um, like I know that anytime I dream of my childhood home, it's like referring to how I'm feeling about a certain situation. Um, like I'm maybe reacting as I would with the mentality that I had back when I lived in that particular home. and. I know that I'm not the only one with this particular symbolism. Like I've talked with other people and they mention their childhood home as well. And it kind of means the same thing as, as I take it to mean in mine. So some of them are kind of general and, um, and similar, but, um, others are, are personal to you, 
you know, like one symbolism that I have, someone may have this, I don't know. I don't really um, broadcast. However, I am broadcasting it now. But uh, one symbolism that I have that I'm always cautious of and mindful when I dream it is the presence of blood. Like whenever I dream of blood, either somebody like is on somebody or um, just blood itself or I'm just, I won, I it usually wakes me up and I immediately pray for whoever it was in my dream and then I always like write it down but um but that's kind of like one of my symbolisms that I have so each person kind of has their own um that's that's why it is important to you know either write it down um so that you know okay I dream about this and this is usually what's going on when I dream about this particular thing so you can kind of you know learn your own language so you know how to interpret it so that it can help you but um I really need to start using like my little recorder on my phone it would be a whole lot easier because then I can kind of hear my inflection as I wake up you know um you know like what really stood out like your voice um kind of says more than when you write it down but anyway I'm just very curious about dreams um and in particular like Dreams that seemingly come to pass, like you dreamt about them and a month later they happen or two years later they happen or very similar things happen that did, you know, what you dreamt about. It's very similar. And um, because I've had dreams like that and I mean, not to sound like hokey or weird, but um um, and I actually have actually kind of a, a more logical reasoning behind why. Like if you, like if you know someone really well, you know you begin to pick up on all their, you know, little idiosyncrasies. You know, so dreaming about their specifics seems more understandable than it is, you know, far out or or mystical or anything like that. So logically, you know, um, that could be the case. It doesn't, you know, it's not like you're just some. Uh, I don't know. Not that people are weirdos that can, you know, see different things, but, um, you know, there's, there, there could be a logical reason as well. But anyway, so one particular dream that I had, um, back in May of 2013, uh, was seemingly this type of like knowing ahead of time type of dream. And, um, so I'll just go ahead and read it from my dream journal. Okay, so early morning, May 4th, 2013, I was walking up Shilton Drive toward my childhood home. Uh, I was a few houses away when I saw that there were police cars in the driveway. I walked into the front yard and saw my brother along with EMT paramedic workers and a gurney, a stretcher with a white sheet covering a body. I looked at my brother's face and asked, what has happened? He said, you don't know? I said, it's mom, isn't it? I'm coming to see her. My brother and the EMTs kept trying to keep me from coming up the hill to see her, but I told one of the EMTs, if you want to hold my hand, you can do that, but I'm going to see her. So I walked up the front yard aside the stretcher and pulled back the sheet Her face was okay, but the whole back of her head had been blown off. It was missing. She appeared to be dead. I laid my body on hers and cried and prayed for her. 
I also thanked her for everything she had done for me in my life. After I got up from praying, she sat up and tried to walk. It was like she was disoriented. She was alive, excuse me, but the back of her head was still missing. And that was the end of the dream. And so, so yeah, that was pretty powerful. So like when, um, when I got up, I of course, you know, do what I do. I, you know, wrote it down, prayed about it. And I called mom in the morning. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, mom? And, um, you know, nothing out, outrageous. She's just like, yeah, I've, I have been feeling a little anxious and scared lately, but she didn't really, you know. Um, but as some of you may know, mom, um, mom actually pa- passed away April 10th, 2016, um, almost three years after this dream. Um, she had Alzheimer's disease which is a form of dementia that literally takes your brain, you know, it takes part of your brain. Um, it makes tangles in your brain and it affects your short-term memory, um, among other complications. Um, so, um, but I mean, she ultimately, you don't really die of Alzheimer's. You a lot of times die from other complications and hers was a brain hemorrhage, but, um, But anyway, looking back on this dream um, and knowing the connection that me and mom had and and shared, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that my subconscious was picking up on her situation long before, like my conscious mind would process it. Um, It really was a blessing because I feel like dreams like this, they give you a heads up on things that you may not be prepared to handle like all at once in reality, you know, um, it's like here, let me give you a little, a bit of this so that, you know, you can, so it's in there, you know, something just real heavy like that. Um, I don't know, it's maybe our way of protecting ourselves or something. Um, but, um, so yeah, <laughs> this got a little heavy, but but it's okay. But I am, I'm curious if there's anyone listening that has had similar dreams um, that have seemed to quote unquote come to pass. And um, do you feel like it helped you to know ahead of time? Um, I personally think that, you know, even if we have scary dreams, they're ultimately there to help us, to alert us, to, you know, move us forward. Um, but, um, but if you are listening in the anchor app, there is a record message button and just mash it and share your dream with me. I would, I would love that. Um, so again, even though this was a little bit heavy, I hope in some way that it gave you a lift. Thanks for being here. Talk soon. So there you have it. I drive, they talk, I share with you, and hopefully lift your day a bit. Bye for now.